All praises, glory, and honor to the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, who the world calls Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, for His tender mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant who are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. The Lord, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ, Yahweh Shai, is returning. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. We're in the last days. We're in perilous times. We're in Jacob's trouble. Pursuant to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verse 6 through 7. So I like to read out of the book of Ezekiel 33, and we'll start at verse 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, when I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet. So let's go back over this. Son of man, that's the Israelite man who was a prophet, who was a teacher. Because this was talking in, uh, specifically in his book chapter and verse Ezekiel Ezekiel was sent by the Heavenly Father to warn God's chosen people of the sword so the scriptures tell us the things that are written aforetime were written for our learning and this was also going into the actual watchman because you had watchmen that sat on watchtowers that were there to alert the Israelites of any incoming danger of feast days of any solemn assembly any important information the watchman would sound the alarm so bringing it up to modern times you have men the Lord put the spirit on to be the watchmen they're the ones that's spiritually alert in Israel and when you go to the scripture where it says if when he seeth the sword come upon the land those men who are prophesying or and you could just speak in general whoever it applies to if you have Christian pastors or they sounding the alarm about the sword coming to the land of america no they're not and that sword is here because you have all kind of satanic devices that's taking place that's harming god's people and we're gonna go into some of the satanic devices that's really doing damage to God's people and and even the other nations who dare speak out there are actually whistleblowers which in their own right they're sounding the alarm they're just not of God's chosen people 
but they are standing on their own watchtower, so to speak, and they're sounding the alarm, and they themselves are being victimized, and at times they're being put to death covertly. It says if he's uh, blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever hear the sound of the trumpet and take not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his head. So if the watchmen, they blow the trumpet or the shofar, or they speak out, because this is, uh, you know, it's uh, symbolic now. You know, when you're blowing the trumpet, you're actually speaking out. You're warning, you're prophesying, you're, you're teaching, you're, you know, you're uh, witnessing. You're speaking about certain things, you know, you're with uh, <clears throat> in modern times, they'll call a conspiracy theorist. But you'll find out that a lot of the so-called conspiracy theories have been conspiracy facts. These things uh, have either come to pass or they were brought forth. Because the scriptures tell us that there's nothing hidden that shall not be made manifest. So you'll hear uh, rumors of it. And people scoff, they'll laugh, they'll mock, they'll they'll say, oh, these are uh, tin foil hat people. And then it'll, you know, it'll end up coming out that what they were saying was actually the truth. So whoever sound the alarm and warn the people, and if they hear the trumpet, and they take not warning. So if you're being told, a lot of people were told about the jab. What, what happened? Even some of you brothers and sisters out there, you were warning your family. You were warning your friends. You were warning people uh, that you felt it was important to talk to about the jab. It might even been a co-worker or someone. And they didn't take warning. And the sword come and take them away. So they took that jab, you know. And it ended up taking them away. They, you know, end up dying, you know, because you got a lot of people that are, you know, uh, basically, you know, having all kind of health problems, strokes, heart attacks, aneurysms, all kind of side effects. A lot of people dying. You, worldwide millions that's a depopulation agenda so we warn people we we warn people even close to us some listened some didn't so they heard the uh the sound of the trumpet and they didn't take warning and the sword came and took them away it says his blood shall be upon his own head. So if you warn people, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. So the the blood is on their hands. It's on their own head. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. And unfortunately, people didn't listen. And that was the, you know, that was the consequence of them being unbelievers, being scoffers, being, you know, mockers.
because a lot of people they mock it was funny to them and and now they're they're in a real bad uh, situation let's see let's get a scripture right quick because a lot of people they they even mock this truth a lot of you have to deal with a lot of um, pushback from people even going into the gospel the good news you know they'll, they'll talk shit so this is the book of proverbs chapter 19 verse 29 <clears throat> i'll read out of the uh, the nlt new living translation punishment is made for mockers and the backs of fools are made to be beaten. So punishments are on those people that mock. So all the people that were mocking, those that were telling about the uh, jab, you know, knowing good and well that you just don't go off of what these people say. They have proven themselves time and time and time again to be liars murderers thieves you know so how can you uh, trust someone with that type of track record especially all the experimentations the tuskegee experiment the igo housing project the guatemalan experiment mk ultra all these different experiments where these people don't view humans as something uh, that's a living soul. They treat human beings as if they, they can treat them like lab rats and experiment on them and do all kind of wicked deeds. But then there's a judgment for them too. And it's time the Lord will deal with all those people that, that feel that they can treat God's uh, not only chosen people, but just anybody in general like that. The Lord will not be mocked. So those people are going to reap what they sow in this time. It's just that a lot of these people are in power and they hidden. So let's go back to Ezekiel. Okay. So here we go. <clears throat> so we're continuing it says he heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning his blood shall be upon him so the person who heard you know the warnings you know us telling them about certain things uh you know mainly biblical prophecy because right now we're still warning people you know the lord put the spirit on on uh, certain men you know that that are you know, in the power position through the spirit of Yahweh Bashim Yahushai to alert, to warn his people. You know, these are the men that the Lord put the spirit on. And then you're going to have just in general, you know, women can't be prophets, you know, so far as out there prophesying, but the Lord could put the spirit on them. The Bible going to um, the men and the women will be having uh, visions and dreams. So 
the, the Lord put the spirit on those those women to speak out about what they heard. So that in a way that's prophesying. Let's get that. So this is in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 2, verse 17. It's also in the Old Testament. That's in um, Joel. So we'll read it. Uh, we'll read the uh, the scripture out of uh, Acts, chapter 2, verse 17. It says, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith Yahweh, and we're in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So that's that's everybody, all flesh, even the other nations. It says because the other nations that they, they have dreams too. It says, and your sons, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see and shall dream dreams. I'll read that again says i will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men or your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams so the lord is going is is going and have poured his spirit out on the flesh and it's, it's only, only gonna um, happen more often you you go online and you'll see uh, people speaking you know they have their testimony of seeing certain things in their dreams they have visions and they'll speak on it and you have even some of the older sisters who are of age which I think is uh, 60 and up where they can actually teach they teach the younger women but you know the women are not supposed to be you know um teaching teaching men even though women will do that and that's going off you know we'll, we can rebuke the women but they're still gonna kind of do what they want until the lord really draw the line because a lot of these uh women out there when it when the shit hits the fan and even men they're not gonna want to be out there like that because the the heat is gonna come upon those men that are actually prophesying and have put themselves spiritually on the front line the lord told us there were sheep in the midst of wolves let me go to that. This is in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 16. Hold on. Okay, just want to make sure it's still recording. Matthew, chapter... Uh, 10 verse 16 and it reads behold i send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves so the messiah he sent us forth 
as sheep. You know, a sheep is a is a harmless uh, animal. It's a harmless creature. But a wolf is a predator. A wolf will devour a sheep. So the Lord told us that we're sheep in the midst of wolves. So the Lord tells us, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So we're to be uh, cunning, very circumspect, and we have to use what the Lord gave us, you know, in our minds to uh, be, you know, uh, careful. We got to be careful out here. You know, you brothers and you sisters, you got to be careful out here. And I'm going to go into that because you hear me speaking about the targeted individual program a lot. Some of you may understand it. Some of you may even be um, enduring and you're being persecuted by the satanic system that Esau have laid out, a trap laid out for people who who really want to do the right thing that's, that's using their so-called constitutional rights. Because here in America, you have citizenship. If you're a so-called American citizen, you have citizenship and you have certain rights. Some of those rights that you supposedly are to have or, or have is one freedom of speech. That's the First Amendment. So when you have freedom of speech, you have the right to speak what's on your mind and what's on your heart. So if you uh, know the word of, you know, of the Bible, you know, you know, the word of, of, uh, of, you know, of just what's right, you know, it might not be, you know, so-called spiritual. It, it could just be something that concerns your neighborhood or your community then you have the right to speak on it. But we're in a perverse society. We're, we're in a society of corruption. Scriptures tell us that when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn, you're gonna be oppressed. This is what we're dealing with. We're, we're in a oppressed society, even though they put it out there that it's not oppression. The same type of setup in Rome during the Christian persecution during during the time of of um of change you know from the old law and then you have the christians who were believers in yahweh shai the believers of christ and after the lord did his many works his miracles he was crucified he died and he rose from the dead he was resurrected he uh did many miracles after that and then afterwards, he ascended up to heaven to be with his father. That's in the book of Acts. And he left in a, in a UFO, which you can go into the book of Acts, chapter one, verse nine, that he would, he ascended up to heaven in a cloud. A cloud, that's a so-called UFO. So after he left, he had commissioned his, uh, his uh, men who are the disciples, you know, the apostles to what to preach the gospel 
because the Messiah, he walked this earth, you know, in humility. He was a he was a brother to all, but he was also a physician. He's a master. And he was also a servant. So the Lord have set up men to walk in that same path. Because the Bible go into, you're going to have saviors out of Zion. But also the men are servants. And the Lord also said we were stewards, which are representatives. And he have set up leaders too, you know, which are shepherds. To guide you to the main shepherd, which is Yahweh Shai. Because you have, you know, hirelings. They don't care about the flock. So they're not going to risk themselves. They're not going to put their reputations and their neck on the line to speak the truth. You'll never hear pastors go into, not just me, going into the topics that I go into. But just any, just think. If you still in the Christian church, ask them if they know anything about uh, people in America being targeted and are using them, uh, using them to experiment on and directed energy weapons or COINTELPRO or, or uh, hordes of people that are being recruited to spy on each other and to stalk and harass. Ask them if they talk about those things. You know they won't. They'll change the subject because they don't care. So when we're out here, we know the danger and the Lord wants us to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. So be, you know, be crafty, you know, be circumspect, be, you know, just be aware of your surroundings. Because there are a lot of people out there that you don't know, but they know you. And be harmless as doves. Because anytime you uh, lash out violently, uh, they're going to meet it with, with extreme force. Because the Lord gave Esau the sword. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to put yourself or people that you love in in that bad type of situation because these people they'll try to piss you off and they'll tr they'll try to provoke you to that point, but you don't want to allow yourself to be driven over the edge because if you do that they win. So you always want to, as the scriptures tell us, live peaceably with all men. See, Esau is carnal, and when he provoke you, he wants you to get out of pocket. That's why a lot of the situations with the police brutality, you know, a lot of times, um, I'm not going to say all the times, but because there's situations where you can do everything right and they'll still have a problem with you, and unfortunately, it's led to people's deaths that did everything they were supposed to do.
It was just that um, somewhere along the line, they wanted to provoke that situation that led to, you know, someone's death. And it could have been a, a hit put out on them, or it could have been something that w- that the cop was angry about. It, who knows? But for the most part, the Lord gives us instructions on how to deal with certain situations. And I'll say this because I'm noticing over the last few broadcasts, I'm getting more lengthy in my conversation, and I do apologize. So I might have to see if I can um, see if I can get more time on this uh, podcast channel, you know, because right now I just got the basic, you know, we're on the computer. It records 30 minutes and then on the cell phone, it records an hour. So, I, you know, I can always add, you know, more you know, more, uh, more segments, but, you know, if it be the Lord's will, I can get to the point. So this is in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 18. And I'll read it out of the, uh, I'll read it out the uh, NLT. It says, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. So that's very plainly. Do all you can to live uh, with in peace with everyone. You know, you might have belligerent people out there, and you might have people that are trying to provoke you. You might have people that generally don't hate you. They have uh, evil spirits on them, and those spirits are meant to try to take away your peace. But do all you can to, to live in peace with everyone. That's what we're all supposed to do. And the enemy, he he wants the opposite, especially when they run harassment programs, provocation programs. They want you to be at odds with everyone because those people are sent to try to provoke you, to try to piss you off, try to get you to do something that normally you wouldn't do. So that's a snare that the enemy is trying to lay forth to, to what? To create chaos. So let's go back to Ezekiel and um, we'll continue that. And I have a, um, a audio I like to, to uh, play. So it says, uh, but if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, well, actually, let me go further. It says, he heard the sound of the trumpet, took not warning, his blood shall be upon his, upon him, but he that take of warning shall deliver his soul. So those that take warning, you heard, uh, you know, the message from a particular speaker, and you were alerted, and you avoided that situation, you delivered your own soul. It says, but if the watchmen see this war come, so you have watchmen out there, pastors, preachers, evangelists, you know, all kind of people that will profess that they're uh, sent by God. They see this war come. They see 
what's happening. They see the agenda, how they're purposely collapsing the economy. They've given people uh, a vaccine that's making them sick or killing them off or creating other forms of diseases. And and <clears throat> they're constantly spraying stuff in the air. The food is tainted with all kind of chemicals. And <clears throat> you got nanoparticulates. You see all these things. They see this war come. They see... All of these people coming in from the, you know, from uh, from the border. You don't know a, a lot about uh, uh, these people. You don't know if they're sleeper cells. You don't know if they're drug dealers or, or you know, child traffickers. You see that it's thousands of people just they're being integrated. In, in society and you don't you know you don't uh, vet these people every uh country or kingdom would have a uh would have a gate even in Israel this is this is something that's common nobody leaves their borders open unless they or you know want want to purposely leave them open for a reason So these pastors, they see all of these situations, they see in this war come. You're going to have race wars, you're going to have different, um, you know, New World Order faction. All right, I'm continuing the broadcast. I don't know how long. Um, it's been since the uh, recorder stopped. So I'll go back over it. I said, uh, hold on. Or I spoke on, um, let me just read it. It says, but he uh, that take a warning shall deliver his soul. So those that take warning, you've, you've uh, heard uh, men speak about, you know, the jab and about, you know, the mark of the beast, which is the RFID microchip, that's a sword. You know, the economy collapsing, the vaccine, if, if I haven't mentioned, I've been mentioning that a lot lately. That's been a, a topic because a lot of people are dying and they're, they're covering it up. You can't even say that on YouTube. They'll, they'll flag the channel. They'll say it's misinformation all while these people are dying from from uh taking it worldwide Th this broadcast hopefully it will warn other brothers and sisters out there that might be on the fence of taking it do not take it because it has nanotechnology in it a lot of people having adverse side effects it's only been uh, uh you know so many a couple years i think since it's been out Vaccines take at least 10 to 15 years. They have to vet it out because there is a, a time period where they have to, in, in so many words, they have to see how the public would take to a vaccine. And so many deaths will take place within that process. But with this vaccine, there's been so many people in any or every 
uh, walk of life. Famous, you know, just average citizens, homeless people. It 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 it's not no uh, no one type of person. The rich and the poor, the middle class, all people being affected, and they would sit in their you know churches or their synagogues or their uh, mosques, whatever their faith was, and their their uh, pastors or their leaders. Didn't warn them. So, but if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, which they didn't, and the people be not warned, and they they weren't warned, some of them even encouraged the people to uh, to take it. Some of those pastors even encouraged the older people in their congregation and ended up killing them. It says if the sword come and take away any person from among them, he is taken away in his own iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So those are watchmen that didn't teach their people to write doctrine and teach them to repent, fully repent, returning to the Lord, not you know, not telling them what they uh, should have told them, because you got pastors out there that uh, that will openly say that the laws are done away with, and those people they end up dying by taking the jab. The blood is on the watchman's hands. The Lord is going to hold that uh, man or even that woman, because you have woman preachers that were more than likely doing the same thing. The Lord is going to require uh, their blood because the blood is on their hands. So the only way they can atone for sin is blood. It says, so thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me so the lord said look i've sent you to be a watchman to the house of israel these people they should hear your words and he said and warn them from me because the lord has a controversy with israel lord is angry so he's saying look you better warn them from me because i'm gonna send the sword because the lord he the one that sends the four sword judgments It says, when I see, when I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. So the Lord said, if it's a wicked man and you don't warn him, the blood is going to be on the prophet's hands. It says, nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it so you have men out there that's uh, warning people and telling them to turn from your sins you got people out there that are 
that partaken in Christmas. And they didn't already heard the warning saying, do not partake in idolatry. And God forbid something happened to them. The blood is on their own hands. But the watchman, they delivered their own soul. It says, but if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. You got people out there that might have heard uh, preachers on the streets or might have heard um, a conversation speaking on different holidays, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, you know, um, all, you know, all the different uh, demonic holidays that Esau brainwashed uh, people to uh, partake in. And those people, they were warned, they were, they were told the truth. And then say they took the, you know, took the jab and, and then the Lord took them away. Those people were the ones that heard the warning, but they didn't listen. They, they died in their own iniquity. But the person who spoke the truth, they actually delivered their own soul because they, they had, um, you know, enough integrity and was obedient to, to tell the truth. Because telling the truth is not popular, you know. People will hate you for speaking the truth. And it can it puts a target on a person's back for speaking. And I'm I'm gonna go into that. So here we go. It's a long audio, but this is uh going into whistleblowers. You know, people who have told the truth, but they were targeted. And these aren't, you know, main, you know, mm -hmm. for the most Israelites. These are people of other nations, but they had enough integrity and they cared about uh, people in general to speak the truth. A lot of people, they have the truth and they were blessed to be, you know, from one of the tribes. And they don't tell the truth. They don't warn the people. They just want to live just an ordinary life and lay low. You can't lay low. The Bible says that he that turneth from sin maketh himself a prey. So although you feel that, you know, you don't want to say nothing, you don't want to rock the boat, you're being watched. All of us is being watched. So why not stand up and, and uh, and speak the truth and have, um, you know, a voice to stand on truth. Hold on. Lord asked the question. It was a rhetorical question because he knew and he know who's going to stand up for what's right. So this is in the book of Psalms 94, verse 16. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? So he's asking two questions. Who's going to rise up to speak out against the evildoers and who's going to stand up 
to speak against the workers of iniquity. So you when you when you rise up, which means qualm in the in the Hebrew, you're standing on your feet. You're no longer those dry bones. You have the Holy Spirit. So when you have the Holy Spirit, the Lord is compelling you through the Spirit to 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 speak, to sound the alarm, to stand up. And this energy is power. When 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 more and more people are in unison, when they're saying the same thing, is it's a and I'll say it like this: You have the uh, the battle of Jericho. You had the Israelites that were told to march around Jericho. I think it was seven times, and then they had a loud. They were told to make a loud shout. That's all they did. They made a shout and the walls came tumbling down. Just by using their voices. So spiritually, when you're speaking, it's powerful. It's life. It's a weapon. It's a spiritual weapon. That's why he likened the word of Yahweh as a sword. The Bible is a sword. It's a weapon. It's energy in it. Yahweh Shai rebukes Satan with the word. So when you're speaking the words of Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai, it's power. And you can only speak the truth in that manifest. These people that call themselves Christians, you know, pastors, they have no power. It's all lies. And they'll do anything to deflect. They'll do anything to ignore or discount them remaining in sin. So the Lord said, who's going who gonna to rise up? Who's going to stand up? So you spiritually stand up. You spiritually rise. Speak the truth. The Lord put something on your heart. And it's within his word. And it's used to, to warn people. And it's used to, um, you know, edify. You're supposed to speak. Don't hold your peace. Because it's going to be a minute where you're not going to be able to speak. That's the famine of the word. Right now, while we have the opportunity to make lessons and use our voice, our First Amendment rights, it's going to come a time where they're going to outlaw First Amendment speech. We can see them setting the stages for that. So right now, they're picking people off that speak the truth. So. This uh, video uh, in audio I'll play, it says message to all whistleblowers who are being targeted for telling the truth. So th these are people, they're going to speak on some whistleblowers that unfortunately lost their lives for speaking the truth. And it was speaking about various things.
you know, mainly the the jab and the side effects and then just, you know, surveillance because right now there's a lot of surveillance uh, that's happening that's constitutionally, constitutionally illegal. That whole Edward Snowden thing where they where he went into uh, what the NSA was doing and what is is doing is to the point where he had to uh, Edward Snowden had to flee. He fled the country. He's in Russia. Because he was bringing out all the illegal stuff. And so America wants to charge him with treason for him telling the truth for him, you know, you know, telling people all the illegal stuff that they were doing and are doing. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So here we go. Because we wanted to respond to some of the things that just happened in the last couple of days around certain truth tellers and whistleblowers in the truth movement um, who are being targeted, who are being hunted. And just to add some perspective to this, because we think we have a really important perspective to add. Um, if there's anything else you want to get from this, this conversation, it's that there's electronic targeting. Yes. And there are energy weapons that are being used right now on people, on citizens, on whistleblowers, yes. especially. As far as electronic harassment and targeting people and the targeted individual program, we've been writing about this since 2017. Um, you know, I, I have personally been on the receiving end of this also. We just did a show on SGT Report. We did some shows with Todd Callender on Vax Choice as well, talking about the, the targeting that's going on with the whistleblowers right now mm. that are coming out against the COVID agenda, against the vaccines, the bioweapons calling themselves vaccines. We've been talking about the, the nanotechnology inside of these vaccines. We've been talking about the grid that is necessary in order to run these weapons, right? And so, and just after we aired that show, it was interesting timing. All of a sudden, Karen Kingston released this video where she was in Mexico, right. begging for her life, saying she was being hunted like an animal. Yes. And um, asked, she called out different people in that interview. And we don't really want to get into everybody's names and stuff too much, but we are going to talk about some of these people that have been coming forward publicly about the way in which they've been targeted. So Karen Kingston is one of them. Um, Brian Artis is another one that was brought to our attention just after we put the show out. People started emailing us with videos um, of Brian Artis. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put all the links to all this backup information to this conversation underneath this video so you can pull yourself in on what's going on here. Um, Karen Kingston did call out to Mike Adams, who did a broadcast um, asking him stuff. So he did a very diplomatic uh, presentation about Karen Kingston's situation. Um, so I'll put that link as well. 
we want to add to this a very important <coughs> perspective. That is, when we listen to Karen Kingston talk about her symptoms, about how she was in a, a house in Florida and she woke up with the symptoms, like Devon just said. Or Dr. Pitar, for example. Or Dr. Pitar, who is no longer with us. Or Dr. Tenpenny, uh, within the past year for being in conferences. Yep, Dr. Tenpenny, she talked about this. Um, Dr. Artis came out on a show, I'll link that below. He talked about this. They are in a place, they're at a <coughs> conference. Yes. And, or they're staying in a hotel, or they're staying in a house. Some place that's temporary. Right, some temporary place. And they go to sleep, and they wake up, and they have all these symptoms. I, I have personally been on the receiving end of this also. And the way it feels, um, it does feel like you, you feel sick, you feel weak. When it, when it first happens, certain parts of, of your body is inflamed. Mm -hmm. um, you have soreness, you have redness, uh, red eyes, uh, swollen limbs, and you feel like you've been ran over by a car when you wake up in the morning. Yes. Uh, and the natural conclusion would be to think there's something in my environment. I was living in a flat that was relatively clean, but in general, if you're living, a, especially if you're living a healthy lifestyle, once you're targeted, especially with energy weapons, it all comes on to you very suddenly. And you're very sensitive to the changes in your body. The first thing I want to bring out here is I want Tavon to explain the targeting program because they love to microwave you while you are sleeping in your bed. Okay, so I'll preface by saying, and, um, and if you want to look at, listen to my testimonial, that's available online as well. Uh, we can provide a link for that also. Uh, but I am a targeted individual. Um, it was first applied to me that I'm aware of that were actually caused influential effects in 2014. Um, but the way this kind of targeting works is you are the, your residence or the place you are at is targeted. Mm -hmm. Um, particularly your bedroom. They it's, can get like a GPS location of your bed, right? Uh, through various means, especially if you make public the events you're going to be attending. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a friend, if it's on a phone, um, phones, especially landlines, can be uh, listened to. And all of this is automated, by the way, at this point, with uh, contractors and so forth. Human intelligence on the ground can find out where you're going to be uh, with your itinerary because a lot of that is public. I'm going to be at this conference on this date. I'm going to be speaking at this date. And they can act as if they are the audience will like paying for a ticket. They can find out where you're going to be uh, probably high probability what help what hotel you're going to be in. And from that point, they can use the authorities to find the room you're going to be. And once they know what room you're going to be in, uh, target your bedroom. If you're going to be at a friend's house, target the bedroom of your friend's house. And, and the targeting aspect is going to include um, targeting you remotely. That doesn't include an actual agent sitting there across the street or an actual agent within some location where the targeting is going to occur. So remotely, that's important. The remote aspect removes the human aspect from it and makes the system more reliable and less risk on the on the attacker. It's probably cheaper for them to do that way too, right? And, and it's cheaper. And 
I'll just jump to jump to it. It ends up being a platform either by drone or by satellite. So they don't need to have someone um, poisoning your water, poisoning, uh, putting themselves at risk, poisoning the food that you might eat or you might not eat. Now, those other aspects might come into play at a conference. But what I'm trying to tell you is that the target individual program being almost 40 years now in maturity has been fine-tuned to the point to where it's being done remotely to remove as many human actors as possible so that it's an automated system to target you in a place that you're definitely going to be at, like your bed, to sleep after a hard day's work. At the hotel room that you booked with your credit card so they can trace that down and they know that person X is staying in this room on this day. So let's get a lock-in on that person's location so that when they're at that conference, we can target them. And, and, and I look at the caliber of the people that have been targeted. It's highly likely the day before, everything was fine. Yeah. You're generally feeling good. Mm -hmm. um, you checked in. You went to either your friend's house or the hotel, and everything is fine. But as soon as you lay down, as soon as you lay down in that spot, your body goes through some kind of inflammation or attack of some kind, and you can't explain it. And it feel it's either sudden or you fall asleep. And you, when you wake up, you wake up as if you're about to die. You wake up as if you've, been, you've just been hit with a Mack truck. Yeah. That is targeting. That's a, that's a question I wanted to ask you for everybody listening to understand. What are the symptoms mm -hmm. of microwave electronic targeting because people are saying maybe i ate something maybe i drank it in the water in the case of brian artist he actually had his water tested yes and he found the poisons right. and venoms in his water right. so that's a different situation yes. but the majority of people that are like well it, it was the bottle of water on the stage yes um because right. that's all they can think of is some sort of biological thing that they might have ingested in some way but Okay. The symptoms, the symptoms of microwave uh, targeting. Okay, so what I'm about to say, I am not, um, I am not uh, negating or or, um, or saying that the other things aren't happening. Also, uh, and also that also raises the level, the threat level of who's attacking you, mm -hmm. who's able to send human intelligence on the ground to target your water supply. Yes. For example, in artist's case to act as an agent for that one day to drop off excess number of water bottles so that only you, you know, you're like, well, this is unusual, but you drink the water anyway. And Brian Artis, by the way, was targeted in two different ways in the interview that we'll link below. Yes. First was they poisoned his water supply yes. that was being delivered to his house. Yes. And the second was basically like microwave targeting. And it, yes. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. He mentions that he mentions the latter later on in that interview. Um, but you have to look at the, the, the way you figure it out is over a period of time, you have to logically step through how you can possibly be targeted. The reason why I'm talking about electronic harassment is, A, I've been on the receiving end of this. And I have an understanding wife that was able to help me, and together we work through this to understand how is it actually happening. Um, we physically, I physically moved myself from that grid. Um, but at the same time, it's with the acknowledgement that that, if you're in a place for a long period of time, like your residence, mm -hmm. where you had do something on a regular basis, because they have human intelligence, which is the government and its contractors, 
a lot of which are, are very unsavory to be given this job. Uh, they are able to get your patterns and actually intercede and come in and do things like poison your water, lace it with chemicals and things like that. When you say get your patterns, you mean your physical... Uh, no, 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 no. Life patterns? Yes, yeah, so some of the daily motions you do. Like, like, like you wake up at you, this you, time. You wake up, you feed, give the kids cereal, you put them in the car to Those take them, patterns. take them to school. Not your signature no, 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 biological no, no. frequency. No, no, that's, that's, that's that's different too, and that's what they can they can hone in on. Also, but you have both these these perpetrators. They would have both, but right. having the human intelligence on the ground is them being able to intercede and to um, uh, disrupt your patterns and to uh, exploit them for things like poisoning. So I'm not dismissing that. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is on top of that, if you're going to a new place, no one else knows where you are. Right. No one else knows where you are. It's highly unlikely within the several days of you being in that place to have human intelligence on the ground ready for you. That is highly unlikely. Right. That still, it takes time physical to move people. atoms of human beings and convince them to do and do the, to go and do this thing all for you. Right. It's more likely, it's more likely you're being tracked and traced without you knowing. You're under surveillance without you knowing. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to a new place anywhere on this planet, when you fall asleep, you wake up sick. In general, that is the telltale sign of a direct energy attack. That is not someone, some some guy that is able to climb, stir up the apartment very quickly into your apartment complex and throw in a vial either before or after or while you're asleep or before you come and check into your, your, your hotel room. That is not the maid knowing pre pre adventure that you're about to check in, decides to, you know, put you know, lace the orangina in your in your south in your uh, in your beverage safe, you know. So let me That's just let me run this list down for anybody listening. Um, Tavon, from your personal hands-on experience, unfortunately, of being targeted, are the following symptoms symptoms of energy weapons targeting you, mm -hmm. microwave radiation targeting you, such as frying you while you're sleeping in your bed with metal coils in the bed yes. when you're at a conference or traveling, okay? Are these symptoms associated with microwave technology yes okay yeah. swollen eyes that's inflammation burning eyes yes burning throats yes. feeling like you've got uh like you like you're, you wake up catching like a flu or a cold yes you, your glands your in, your endocrine system is compromised your immunity is, is declined anyone that wants to find out where the harmful effects are being targeted what you need to type in is military studies on the harmful effects of microwave radiation right so like and a lot of these a lot of these deal with things like after world war ii radar mm -hmm. technicians going up to fix the radar okay and like a, the radar and air traffic control is still on that's a couple hundred meters away and they're at the right altitude and these are these technicians these poor technicians on masts on another antenna mm -hmm. getting beamed as, right. this, as this beam comes through my dad told me a story because he was a Navy technician. He literally saw someone fall from the mast. Mm. He went up to fix a radar, a radar, and another radar across the base was swinging. The dish was swinging around, swung around, hit the guy. The beam, this invisible beam, hit the guy. The guy died. If you strapped something, but he literally limp, fell limp on the mast. Wow. So there's all kinds of well-established effects of electromagnetic radiation when your body gets hit with electromagnetic radiation. But predominantly, when you're given a certain dosage of microwave radiation, the things that are described are things like 
cold or hotel room and you touch all these chemical toxins on the sink and on there, everything. And that's how you got sick. Right. And nobody else that went into that hotel room touched the same toxins and got sick. The maid didn't get sick. Right. The you know housekeeping, the room service guy <laughs> didn't get sick. Nobody else got sick. Um, because it's all these physical, biological, chemical agents of poisoning. Right. And that's all it is. And it's not, Yes. it's not microwaves. Right. Don't say energy weapons. Okay. Right. So we'd like to offer another alternative from the narrative that's been given. By the way, that first time we heard of recently in the past two years where that's happened is at one of these conferences where the frontline doctors, one of which we mentioned, were at the conference. And it wasn't just them. It was like some of the audience got sick as well. Yes. Um, and then we don't know who, but in that conversation where they were laying to the interviewer, someone posed, proposed that it must have been, it must have been, or they saw a toxin or someone was spraying something in the conference room, in the place of the conference. Okay. And um, what I like to say about that is, the human intelligence aspect may or may not be there. I can I can see where it would be, where someone could be there doing those things. But what we offer is perspective is if you are the attacker and if you have access to remotely targeting people, and if it's based on something that's in the bodies of a couple of billion people because of the chemtrail program over the past 30 years, then as long as you have their signature, you can track them wherever they go. So that when they're on stage and they're about to speak and you turn on the beam or you turn on a set of beams from a chain of satellites that are all working in unison, unison on that target with that GPS location at the same time, that person becomes affected. Everyone else becomes like is wondering what's happening to this person that can't speak intelligently or they look like they're sick. And what that does is that removes the human intelligence aspect of someone having to be on the ground with a, let's say a microwave gun aimed at the person that's carrying out the speech of importance or having to poison an entire crowd to draw suspicion instead, instead it's just the one person. And so that's what we're trying to offer here is that that technology is available. We believe it's been used for a long time because there is lack of deniability. If you want to find the evidence to sustain, uh, to, to support that, that, that research, then I would call on you to look at what we talked about the interview of, uh, Barry Trower, mm -hmm. who was an ex, uh, MI5 ex Navy technician that worked for the British Royal Navy that, dealt with working on these te technologies directly and other whistleblowers and other presentations that we've done that have come forward and said, this stuff is not only real. I worked on it, not realizing what it was really for. Mm -hmm. And what we're saying is this is being used on people right now. This is being used on people right now. And we're trying to, um, have the audience, including the frontline doctors who are being targeted in this way to not look at just the biological aspect. It's very important now 
It's very important because what we bring to the table is something that's very real and something that's not being acknowledged by anyone else. And if you don't accept this information, what we are at genuinely um, are concerned with is your well-being and your health and being unable to assess the situation you're in and possibly putting yourself in a situation where it can, make, it can be made worse. And we're going we're gonna to get to that in a second because we do have concerns over um, people that have escaped the grid. We're, we're going to define the grid, mm. where, where that grid is, um, yeah. if you're being targeted, uh, because people who are being targeted should not be in this grid. And if you got out of the grid by leaving the country and going to a country that doesn't have the same infrastructure as that grid, then you're probably safer in that other country than going back into the country with the grid. And someone who has never been targeted with electronic weapons and has no idea what it's like to go through being microwaved for telling the truth really should not be suggesting that somebody who is being targeted and has left that electronic grid, which is the grid that's needed to target you with these weapons, to say, come back into the grid where they can target you some more. Okay, I, I'm, I'm frustrated at that. We'll get into that in a second, but can we just for a second go back to this aerosolized chemicals uh, narrative that's been floating around. Is there any evidence at all that there's aerosolized chemicals? Did anybody do any kind of analysis Absolutely. with swabs or, I don't know, how, how do you test for aerosolized chemicals? I don't think... So they're targeting people using electronic harassment, which is from directed energy weapons. They're using poisons. They're using all kinds of, um, you know, satanic devices to silence people for speaking the truth, you know. Let's get some more information. There we go. From the level of their cells and their system and disrupt individuals on a variety of levels, individuals all the way up to the social fabric. Target a specific individual, change or eliminate that individual with very little attribution and trace, and be able to leave prior to any attribution. Who here actually feels like they are under surveillance pretty regularly? It's getting a little off the page, though. Everyone inside of Occupy. How many people here have been arrested and have their, at their court date, they had their phone taken into the back room? How many people here had their retina scanned? Wow. If you're targeting demonstrators, you, you make them suicidally depressed. Uh, and and they, they're not, they don't care about demonstrating anymore because they're too upset. With one pulse frequency, you can just make people so suicidal. They can't be bothered to act like a demonstrator anymore. All they want to do is sleep or lay in bed all day. There's an infrastructure in place in the United States and worldwide that NSA has built in cooperation with other governments as well that intercepts 
basically every digital communication, every radio communication, every analog communication, that it has sensors in place to detect. If they can't get it through the internet, through the tapping of the lines or anything like that, through a commercial means, and they're unsure about you, they can get it by close access means, uh, coming in and actually bugging your house or bugging your, uh, or putting monitors in your system, in your house or on your computer. They can use your computer video to look back at you, or they can monitor uh, within a certain distance the keystrokes you're making on your computer or what you're putting on your computer screen. And if that's not enough, they can come in through the firewall you think you have, but don't and go through your operating system that think you think protects you, but doesn't, and read your uh, encrypted email that you thought was secure, but isn't. Or they can simply wait for you to do decrypts if you've done that, pull them off and use your unused CPU while you're on the computer to drain it. It's called active attack. We are in a new Cold War. Um, and this is why countries um, are developing this. I mean, really developing this. Uh, and this is why all of the microwave transmitters are going up everywhere. Uh, because somebody, if they wanted to, could use them for other effects. The system is up and running. MIT was uh, awarded a number of years ago to Woody Norris. Um, this is 2005 or 2006. And that award was a half a million dollars for doing what's called acoustic heterodyning, being able to send a signal from two points into an individual so they literally hear a voice in their head that nobody around them hear. I mean, voices are the easiest ones because all you have to do is stimulate uh, stimulate the cochlea with a, a set resonant frequency. It's very easy. Uh, voices are very easy. Um, and the it isn't people imagining voices. They physically hear them. You can physically make people hear voices, certain voices, and, and it can be it, any conversation, um, and it, it can be anybody you want to hear. It can be a soft, angelic voice. It can be a god. Uh, it can be something that scares you like a devil. It, it can be anything. DARPA let a couple of contracts back in 2011, 2012, the University of California, for what's called electronic telepathy, being able to monitor the brain activity of human beings at a distance and determine what they're thinking. And then on a second contract, actually developing complex signals, being able to send them into the brain of another person, literally transmit a message. Um, this is where the technology is today. What we're here to talk about today is the fact that the brain is and will be the 21st century battlescape in many ways. End of story. You will encounter some form of neurocognitive science that has been weaponized not only in your military career, but in your personal and professional lives. It is valid, valuable, and already an operational play. The brain is the current and future battle space. What's new about this is the in-close nature of this. Increasingly, we're not seeing these things as weapons of mass destruction against gross aspects of the population. More specifically, perhaps, might be targeting individuals on a level that allows either direct attribution or covert engagement with non-attribution. Formal definition of a weapon, probably the one that you've heard about most recently, most contemporaneously in, in the literature, is the possibility to use some form of directed energy to affect physiology peripherally and also to affect the physiology and health of the brain. Case in point here, U.S. Embassy personnel in Havana in 
possibly in China. Clearly, one of the things we can also do is transcranial neuromodulation, the idea of going through the skull to modulate the node network activity of the brain, to implant certain brain-machine interfaces. These are many of the DARPA programs that you may hear of now, probably the one that is most notorious. is something called the M3 program, which is the non-invasive neurosurgical neuromodulation program being run by their program manager, Dr. Al Mundy. The idea here is to put minimal-sized electrodes in a network within a brain through only minimal intervention to be able to read and write into the brain function in real time, remotely, and by affecting the way that brain is built and the way it functions, influence in ways that are kinetic and non-kinetic the attitudes, beliefs, thoughts, emotions, activities. Look at the power that understanding tools, techniques, the brain sciences afford. If you want to cause a specific psychiatric illness you would have an infrared device that followed the person and you would link it to a, a pencil thin microwave source so the microwave beam would always target a specific gland or a specific part of the brain or an eye or a heart uh, so you you would have them being targeted so if you're a target, there's virtually nothing you can do. And if they fail in their electronic means, they can always send the FDI, FBI at you to do a sneak and peek and take your photograph or do whatever they want. As they have done with us, by the way. Um, so you guys are actually, in a sense, the canaries in the coal mine, right? Because the incentives are all lined up against you. Anybody see on the subway, link your Metro card to your debit card, right? And like auto refill. This is a concept which is key to everything we'll talk about today, and it's called linkability. Take one piece of data and link it to another piece of data. So, for example, if you have your Metro card and you have your debit card, you have those things and you can draw a line between them, right? So that's, like, not a scary thing, except your bank card is tied to everything else that you do during the day. So now they know where you're going when you make purchases. So when they decide to target you, they can actually recreate your exact steps with a Metro card and with a credit card alone like literally where you go and what you buy, and potentially by linking that data with other people on similar travel plans, they can figure out who you talked to and who you met with. When you then take cell phone data, which logs your location, and you link up purchasing data, Metro card data, and your debit card, you start to get what you could call metadata in aggregate over a person's life. And metadata in aggregate is content. It tells a story about you which is made up of facts, but is not necessarily true. So for example, just because you were on the corner and all those data points point to it, it doesn't mean you committed the crime. So it's important to note that if someone has a perception of you having done a thing, it will now follow you for the rest of your life. So just keep in mind that what happens to you guys, for example, with fingerprints and retinal scans and photographs, that is what is going to happen to people in the future when they resist policy changes and when they try to protest in a totally constitutionally protected way. Intelligence communities or agencies of the of the world are gaining too much influence over government, uh, how governments operate, uh, and this is moving really to a uh, to a Stasi state, basically. And it's not just the United States; it's countries all around the world. You have to be uh, aware that that these agencies are uh, are threatening what is fundamental to human rights everywhere. And you've got to ensure that you have some way of verifying and keeping these uh, agencies in line. And whatever it takes in law and whatever it takes technically to make that happen, 
these uh, governments around the world, all of them need to do. I mean, in fact, I don't think there's anything you could do to stop it. They're after you. They're going to get you one way or the other. And then, of course, you also have the things that are a little bit more traditional. If we talk about things that can be operable in the biochemical space, we ordinarily talk about drugs, bugs, toxins, and evermore, we're considering devices. With these capabilities, basically, the, the vast majority of human and computer-to-computer uh, -computer communications, device-based communications, which sort of inform the relationships between humans, um, are automatically ingested without targeting. And that allows individuals to retroactively search your communications based on self-certifications. So, for example, if I wanted to see the content of your email or, you know, your wife's phone calls or anything like that, um, all I have to do is use what's called a selector, um, any kind of thing in the communications chain that might uniquely or almost uniquely identify you as an individual. And I'm talking about things like email addresses, IP addresses, phone numbers, credit cards, um, even passwords that are unique to you that aren't used by anyone else. Um, I can input those into the system and it will not only go back through the database and go, have I seen this anywhere in the past? It will um, basically put an additional level of scrutiny on it moving into the future that says, if this is detected now or at any time in the future, I want this to go to me immediately and alert me in real time that you're communicating with someone, things like that. If they want to experiment on you, by the thousands, they will. And you can be driven to insanity and death, uh, and you just become a tick in a box without any so much as a, a feeling. Yeah, and this is what they do, and this is why they are above the law. One of the experiments was to take an ordinary sane person, cause insanity, and have a, a psychiatrist who was unknown to everybody diagnose schizophrenia or paranoia or a psychiatric illness. That was a successful outcome. And the, the person would spend the rest of their life in an asylum in misery, but to the government scientists, that was a success. We also see the use of biodata as a viable weapon manipulating biodata so that I can then put into your particular medical records subtle information that may change the disposition of whether you're sick or not, change how you're treated, influence the postures that go to you in terms of insurance, care, viability for military service. By altering that information, by changing those data, by purloining those data, I essentially changed the you of you. And I can do that in very subtle and insidious ways. Furthermore, I can do that on a variety of different levels that can affect key individuals, so that, in fact, your medical record changes to thereby render you incapable or at least invalid to be able to serve in a way you're serving. Or I so what you heard is the type of technology that they have. And what's happening is they're able to do these things remotely and covertly, which uh, pretty much absolves them from any kind of... Uh, you know, uh, accusations, it's plausible deniability. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something that 
it's happening but with the technology being so advanced you can't prove it because there's no technology that can actually fully detect and pinpoint the perpetrators again it is a depopulation agenda and it's just not only here in america it is worldwide you have countries and their leaders and their governments are targeting their own citizens because it's a new world order satanic agenda being brought in place which is depopulation they want to dwindle down the uh, population or reduce the population down to 500 million so they're using you know the drugs you know the vaccines chemicals starvation you know famines you you see see um a lot of content or information out there of farmers you know people that will have gardens and their gardens aren't producing like it used to a lot of the fruits vegetables are um or discolored and they'll rot you know and you, you even got videos where uh homesteaders will uh, you know will witness and then also you you know they actually have it on video of planes like crop dusters dropping pellets of chemicals over their house and over their gardens so they're flying in other people's uh you know uh property and that's actually happened to my folks years ago one of those uh planes was flying over their house and my folks garden didn't grow and my garden my garden barely grew so my uh collard greens my mustard greens <clears throat> they they were uh discolored and then you had the uh the uh, Japanese beetles so these people they're affecting the food supply you you hear of people like Bill Gates is buying up a lot of property people like uh what's his name uh, Mark Zuckerberg buying up a lot of property you have Monsanto these people that are controlling the uh the uh, heirloom seed banks and they want to drive people in the cities and they don't want uh, people to be out in a rural that's why they will target families that have property that have land because they want to push people into smart cities and they want to use 5g uh, 6g to to hook the human minds up to supercomputers That's a part of their uh, smart cities where they want everyone connected. And so they're using many different methods covertly and it's through social engineering. Everything that's happening, they're planning it. So it, it it looks like it's a, a very bad situation which it is but we don't want to give uh, people 
out there uh, the illusion that there is no hope because there is hope. We are prisoners of hope. And I will, if it be the Lord's will, make another broadcast going into the hope and the deliverance that's going to spring forth out of this captivity. So first, I want to read out of the book of Jeremiah, because I quoted Jeremiah 30, verse 6, going into Jacob's trouble. That's the time that we're in. We're in Jacob's trouble. Jacob uh, represents the 12 tribes of Israel. The Israelites are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. And they're targeting the Israelites. This is why the Illuminati, the secret societies and the governments and the, and the uh, military factions and the secret uh, societies, the underground, uh, what you call the military bases and stuff like that, where they're ex experimenting and they're running these PSYOP programs. They're actually targeting the population of people because the Israelites who are of the elect and a remnant are, are scattered worldwide. So it's a plan to, to, to go after God's chosen people that are living, you know, among the, uh, the other nations um, living amongst the heathens. So I'm, I'm going to read Jeremiah chapter 30, verse six and seven. And I'll read out of um, other versions as well. Let's see. So we'll first start in the, um, hold on. We'll start out of the NLT. And it reads, now let me ask you a question. Do men give birth to babies, then why do they stand there ashen-faced, hands pressed against their sides like a woman in labor? In all history, there has never been such a time of terror. It will be a time of trouble for my people Israel. Yet in the end, they will be saved. So, it's a question. Do men give birth? Then why are they standing there ashen faced with their faces, you know, like pale, with their hands pressed against their sides like a woman in labor? And it would be a time like no other time. It would be such a time of terror for God's chosen people. So the technology, the the uh, warfare, you know, the drones, the uh, robotic dogs, the uh, chemical germ warfare, what is it, the, uh, the frequencies, all of these things, the actual soldiers, super soldiers, all these things that, that they're going to plan to go after God's people, it'd be like no other time in history. So this is in the KJV. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in travail and all faces are turned into paleness. It lasts for that day is great. 
it is time it is it is uh salakia last for that day is great so that none is like it it is even a time of jacob's trouble but he shall be saved out of it that's jacob's trouble hold on Bear with me. Today, we're introducing the next chapter. Hold on. I recorded and edited my 40. He's a melanated Jew. I can't imagine that he hasn't explored. Girl with me, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah, they wish and 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 they wish yeah. Many men out here who have more muscle than me, but ain't too many who can match the hustle of me. Daring angels to come down and tussle with me. Written into our eyes just what the outcome would be. Always thought I'd die before my 20s. 26 and now it's looking iffy for me. Ain't too many places were a fitting for me. Now I see the purpose that was hidden from me. Yah's plan. God's plan. Earth has never been my home. Never. Long suffering and shalom. Every night got a phone home. It's not easy living in Rome. Cold is it loose in these streets. Message to my young king. Don't dishonor Moraheem. For real. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Yeah. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Shout out my first wife who's always been there for me. She's the first to teach me Jesus can look like me. Couple maidens who get some attention from me, but unlike my rib, they are not an extension to me. Many harbor resentment against me. Good thing popularity's no mission for me. Temporaries fall away like MJ from me. Less distractions now, I hear what Elohim says to me. Yah's plan. Yah's plan. Earth has never been my home. Never. Long suffering and shalom. Every night got a phone home. It's not easy living in Rome. Cold is it losing these streets? Message to my young kid. Don't dishonor Moraheem. Well, bad things. It's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Yeah. Bad things. 
things. It's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. They say Yeshua Yahoo, are you prejudiced? I tell them only partly. I favor Torah guarders like Abba. I'm sorry. Just the third is gaining entry to the party. Read the word, don't trust his soul with anybody. And you know me, living vegetarian, you know me. Try to keep evolving from the old me. I'm so thankful the most high has set my soul free. Yah's plan. Yah's plan. Earth has never been my home. Never. No suffering and shalom. Every night got a phone home. It's not easy living in Rome. Code is it losing these streets? Message to my young Akeem. Don't dishonor Moraheen. Real. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Yeah. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things. Modern Christians are wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing on me. Yeah. All right, all praises to Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shai, for this word. I just needed to take a little uh, break. I felt a little uh, nauseous. So um, we're going back to the word. So we read in the book of Jeremiah going into Jacob's trouble, which was uh, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 6 and 7. So the whole point is that what's going to happen and what is happening on the earth will be like no other time in history, <clears throat> but Jacob will be saved out of it, will be saved out of the worldwide calamity. It's going to get so bad that we're going to need spiritual intervention. And when I mean spiritual intervention, we're going to actually need help from the Archangel Michael. That's how bad it's going to get. So that's in uh, the book of Daniel. Chapter 12, verse one. And at the time shall Michael stand up the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble. That time of trouble is talking about Jacob's trouble, what we just read in Jeremiah chapter 30. That's that time of trouble. So Michael, the angel in heaven, the archangel, will have to stand up for God's chosen people. So there's going to be spiritual intervention in these last days. It says, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time, and that time thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that is, everyone that shall be found written in the book. So those that are found written in the book of life will receive that spiritual intervention. That's why it's very important to take heed 
and repent. So when the time of Jacob's trouble is in full effect, you will have that protection from on high because it won't matter how much food you have. It won't matter how much land you got, how many guns you got, how many people that does uh, with you, how well-trained you are, how strong you are, how um, you know smart you are. None of those things will matter. It won't matter how much money you got. It just won't matter. Bear with me. Hate it for the word's sake. Word's sake. For you. For you. That coach. Who? No. No. This ain't that hotel. You can leave that she a god at the doorstep. You're who a jealous serve another, get you canceled. Yeah. You know it's tore over damn sales. Yeah. Yeah. That make a man down. All right, I'm back. And I do apologize. <clears throat> But we're going to keep this uh, broadcast going because it's important. So we're reading out of the book of Daniel that it will be so bad that the angel Michael, the archangel Michael, will have to stand up, will have to intervene because it's going to be so much happening. These, these people, they have technology. They have um, the blessing of the sword. They've been given a great sword that will take peace from the earth. So they're going to use everything that they got to target a defenseless people that are likened to sheep. It'll be like an army going against a, a, a sheep, a defenseless animal. And they're not going to take any uh, mercy or, you know, they're not going to uh, show any mercy. They're not going to give any mercy. They're going to they're going to have such hatred in their hearts. Let's see. Bear with me. Let's go into the heathen raging. They always, you know, the, the, uh, what do you call, uh, the fake Christians, because they are truly fake, they'll send their minions out. A lot of a lot of these uh, 
Christian groups, you know, especially the apologists, you have to second guess them, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, situations, which I don't know 100 percent. I'm I'm doing research on it. A lot of times these people are sent by intelligence agencies and secret societies and stuff like that to come against uh, Israelites. So I'm actually doing research on who these Christian apologists are, even though the Christian or the so-called apologists, they go back to like the second century, fourth century. But we're talking about in modern times, you know, people like Vocab Malone and they're writing books on how to uh, interact with Hebrew Israelites and they even got seminars on how to so-called debunk or, you know, um, contend, you know, going into the different doctrines and so forth. And you find out that in just my interaction with um, a Christian apologist and urban apologist within the last few days, they don't truly love the Most High. They don't love the Messiah. Everything they do is out of the traditions of men. And when you go into Christmas, it shows. They truly don't know the Bible. They truly don't. It's all through their own vain imaginations. That you could show them uh, the proof. Why are you showing them the proof? Why are you going into all the different customs and rituals? They'll turn around at the same time and ask you for proof. It, it is the most crazy thing i've i've just i don't get it and i don't want to get it but the lord got spiritual blinders on them and they're spiritually deaf oh bear with me Alrighty. 
So we're going into uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 2. And um, we'll start at verse 1. And it reads, Why do the heathen rage? And why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. And that's what's happening. The heathens, the different nations, the ones that's written in the book of Psalm 83. They have gathered themselves together in their summits, in their secret uh, proceedings, their uh, crafty counsel, secret counsel. Bible go into the secret counsel of the wicked. These secret societies, you know, the Illuminati and their, um, you know, their um, networks, you know, their, their militaries and all of these powerful forces on the earth, the rulers of darkness of this, this world. So they're raging. They like, they hate that our people are waking up. Because the Israelites are joint heirs with Yahweh Shai. They're partakers in the kingdom that will be on the earth. So these people that's ruling, they don't want to give up their power. They don't want to give up their rulership. So that's why they're bringing this hell on earth. And they're going to take their anger and their rage out on God's people. That's why it says, and the people imagine a vain thing. Their vanity, their vain thing is that they're going to, you know, they want to connect the minds of every human being on the planet. They want to, they want to uh, put people, put the earth, the inhabitants of the earth in a psychotronic prison to control their minds, to, to uh, depopulate and get rid of uh, God's people. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. They come up with different agendas, Agenda 2030, you know, Project Megiddo, the King Alfred plan, all of these things where they want to round up God's people and put them in concentration camps and behead them and reprogram uh, their minds, put microchips in them torture, all of these things that they take counsel to try to go against God's people, and they even consider to go against the Lord. That's why it says, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. So they want to try to figure out how everything works. That's why they're tapping into quantum physics that's why they got the CERN and the harp it's, it's the same demonic spirit that try to uh, get the people to uh, build the tower of babel where they wanted to build a tower so high that they can reach up into heavens you know reach up into the heavens to try to fight the lord so the same demonic spirit is on the earth where they want to bring everything all together. That's why you have the new world order 
one world government, one world religion, one world currency, a singular mind, a hive mind, connecting every human being to, to, to one system, this B system, the supercomputers. So they want to take counsel against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. So it says, break their bands, break, uh, uh, break their tribes up. They broke the 12 tribes up, you know, so far as the, uh, the uh, who we are, because you got all these different bywords. We will be scattered throughout the four corners of the earth and cast away the cords from us. <laughs> it says, he that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. So that's why, you know, um, these people are working feverishly to do these things, but the heavenly father's in the heavens laughing because he's going to have them in derision. Everything that these people planning is going to fail utterly. But a lot of people are going to die in the process as two thirds are going to be cut off and die. So let me break this uh, scripture down again. I do apologize. So we were reading out of the book of Psalms, chapter two, verse one, where the heathen would uh, imagine a vain thing. And they're raging, so they have a lot of anger. And the kings of the earth, that's the Illuminati, the different secret societies, and they take counsel together, the countries and the governments, the military. They're like, how are we going to get rid of these people that are waking up? Because if you know, you know, the Bible, you know, especially the history, a lot of the uh, the, the events that happen, you know that the Heavenly Father would take up for his people. When the nations was bullying the Israelites and putting the Israelites into captivity, the Lord would always show force. He would show his power to defend his people. So as we read in the scriptures that it would be so bad that Michael will have to stand up for the Israelites, he would have to intervene. The angels would intervene. Men would get spiritual power. And they, you know, they basically take it, they have taken crafty counsel against God's chosen people with all the different agendas. And one of the main agendas is to take away our identity. That's going into let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. And the Lord, he sees these things happening and he's laughing. As the scripture says, he that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. So when they're, when they're doing their agenda, you know, their agendas and, and thinking that they're going to just do away with God's people, the Lord is going to laugh and you're going to have them in derision.
we go into, you know, the the things that these uh, heathens are going to do, but we also have to have balance. You know, we have to go into what they're doing, but also we have to uh, give people hope. Because the scriptures tell us that we're prisoners of hope. We're in a prison camp. Uh, some some of us is in a psychotronic prison camp. And overall, we're in a, a prison planet or a prison, uh, prison camp. United States is, in, is a prison camp. The world is a prison camp. So this is in the book of uh, Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 12. Turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee. So we're prisoners of hope. Because you can't make it if you don't have hope. When you're going through these persecutions and when things get bad, you're going to have to have that hope. You're going to have to have that inner peace. Let's see. See, in your Christian churches, they're too busy hooping and hollering, and they're not going to give you the tools that you need, spiritual tools, that, you know, putting on the full armor. They're not going to explain things to you because it's not given to them. So this is in the book of Romans chapter five, verse three. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with Yahweh through our Lord, Yahweh Shai Hamashiach. So we're justified by faith. And with that faith, you have peace with Yahweh through our Lord, Yahweh Shai. By whom also we have access by faith unto this grace wherein we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of Yahweh. It's all about having faith, which gives you, you know, give you that hope. It gives you peace through the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is a is a loving spirit. It's the comforter. It says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations. So we glory in tribulations. You, you boast in your tribulations. Also knowing that tribulation work of patience. So the things that you go through when you're in tribulation and you get through them through faith, it's going gonna, it's gonna to build patience. You're going to be able to patiently suffer. Not saying that you can't cry or lament 
or share your testimony or but within that process it's going to it's going to build patience so every time you go through a a time of tribulation it's building spiritual muscles that's going to give you the patience to to endure that's why the scripture says that he that endured to the end the same shall be saved because it's all about endurance this is a race this is a spiritual race so when you're running a race you you have to pace yourself you're gonna you're gonna tire yourself out if you if you run in full steam so a part of that is being able to accept the situation and to know that the lord ultimately is going to make things right you're 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 hopeful and patience experience so once you have tribulation or you're going through tribulation you you you'll obtain patience and through that patience you're going to gain experience so you're going to have um knowledge of whatever situation that you went through and you take that experience and you share it with others who are going through uh the same thing or or they might not have you know went through the same thing but you're sharing that experience which you're edifying and you're building them up so with that experience you build hope so you you get you know uh through tribulation you're going to get patience and then through the patience you're going to get the experience and through the experience you're going to get hope you see how all of that works together? So when you're a prisoner of hope, you've you went through tribulation. You you know, which work of patience, which work of experience, and work of hope. And when you have the hope, hope maketh not ashamed. So you're not ashamed. You're not uh feeling guilty. Because the love of Yahweh is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given unto us. Because you have the love, the love of the Father is within your heart by the Holy Spirit, which is a loving spirit, which is given to us. It says, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Hamashiach died. For the ungodly. So when we're without the strength in due time, the Messiah died for us. Because we're, you know, we're the ungodly. You know, when we when we were in darkness, he died for the sins of the nation of Israel. All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. So we need Yahushua's blood to cover our sins, which makes us righteous, which makes us blameless. So you're going to have uh, people in various situations. And that's why the Lord uh, told us to 
be faithful even unto death. <clears throat> so this is in the book of Revelation chapter two, verse 10 and it reads, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. So the Lord said, don't fear nothing. Whatever you go through, don't fear it. Whatever you have to suffer. It says, behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. So the word devil means deceiver. It's not talking about the spiritual demon, Satan. It's talking about these devilish people out there. The people that have that type of force to put people into prison. Those FEMA camps, those concentration camps, relocation centers, all the different ones that they have spread out all across America and worldwide. They have different agendas where they're going to target people and call them, you know, uh, enemies of the state, enemy combatants. You know, that's what the whole terrorist watch list is for, is to single people out and declare them as an enemy although the people that's being falsely accused haven't committed no crimes they aren't any threats but because we're in a situation where these people are actually targeting god's people they will target those that you know or of of you know uh this great awakening and it's out of fear because you have the Romans to do the same thing. They fear God's people. So they started they started persecuting God's people. Persecution. Great tribulation is, is uh, persecution. It's the greatest persecution that will take place. So when when they, you know, get the green light from the elites, uh, they're going to start locking Israelites up. This is the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried. So it's a trial period of your faith. Of our faith. And ye shall have tribulation 10 days. So tribulation. It could mean any different things or many different things. It could it could mean being locked up in a prison camp, uh, trying to coerce you, trying to get you to take the mark of the beast. You know, we'll try to use uh, your family threats, even uh, execution. But the Lord said, be thou faithful unto death and I will give thee a crown of life. So the Lord said that you could very well uh, lose your life. He said, be thou faithful unto death. That's the greatest love to be faithful unto death. And the Lord said, if you endure that, if we endure that, he'll give us a crown of life. He'll give us a crown of life. We'll, we'll never die and we'll have rulership with him in the kingdom of heaven 
He said, be faithful. Because it's going to be uh, so bad that uh, a lot of people will give up faith. They'll give up hope. But we just read we're prisoners of hope. So you have to uh, pray for more faith. Because uh, faith is a gift. It's not something that we get on our get on our own. We have to actually pray to the Heavenly Father for an increase in faith. So this is in the book of Ephesians, chapter two, verse eight. For by grace ye are saved through faith. So it's through grace, the grace of the Lord. We are saved through faith. It's not uh, of just keeping the laws. And a lot of Christians, I, I keep speaking on these Christians, but a lot of times these Christians, they'll actually believe, although we're speaking about the law, we have to speak about the law because they don't know anything about the law. So they'll hear us talking about the law and they think that we're, we're uh, somehow omitting faith. No, we're not. Because even Paul said, I'm going to show you my faith by my works. So you have the works of the law, but you can't be saved by the law because you'll be judged by the law. Meaning you, you'll have to keep them perfectly. It's a balance. Everything is a balance with the Heavenly Father. You have to have faith and we're saved through grace. It's not of our works because it. you can make a hundred videos a day. You could keep the laws perfectly, but if you don't have faith, it's not good enough. Because it's through grace you're saved through faith. It's from the grace of the Lord. He's given us something that we don't deserve. It says, and that not of yourselves. So it's not of our works, not of ourselves. It's, it is a gift of Yahweh. So faith is a gift from the Heavenly Father. And you pray for it. Verse 9 says, not of, not of works, lest any man should boast. So it's not of our works. It's not about what we're doing, you know, keeping the laws perfectly and, and how many videos we do or how many broadcasts we do. It's not not of our works unless a man will boast So you're going to have, you know, uh, people hunting God's people, you know, in, in, in the time of Jacob's trouble, you know, the different heathens, you're going to, because everybody going to get in on targeting God's people, the different nations, the heathens. That's why it says, why do the heathens rage? Why do the heathen rage? The heathen is a... Uh, is nations outside of the 12 tribes. 
when you go into Psalm 83, it lists all the different nations that uh that have taken crafty counsel. And this is why they use a lot of social engineering to get people to hate us. And you can see the social engineering uh, taking place to, to hate Israelites. Like a lot of these even Christian apologists, they come off as if they uh, are preaching in love and they're, they're constantly talking about how Israelites are hateful, but really they they really have a vengeful, hateful spirit. A lot of them. You can you can uh, you can have that discernment to know that these people are really genuine. They've been told a lot of lies and misinformation. And the narrative is being uh, shaped by the devil. So when you go into Project Megiddo, you know, it'll it'll let you know how they have viewed our people as being terrorists. And this is why they're placing a lot of our people on terrorist watch list. So the scripture going into how the Lord will renew the strength of the elect because it's going to get so bad that the Lord is going to give certain men who have been chosen from the foundation of the earth, he's going to give them spiritual power. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West. We're in the Western Hemisphere. America is in the Western Hemisphere. So they're going to fear the name of the Lord. They're going to fear the name of Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai. Because the Lord is going to give those men power. It says, in his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. So the Lord is going to lift up a standard. He's going to give men spiritual power. Because the enemy, they're going to come in like a flood. A flood is like water, and you don't know where that water is going to come from. When the enemy, you know, with the military, you know, Esau, even with directed energy weapons and stuff, they don't give you no warning. They just hit you with those weapons. It comes out of nowhere. So they, they're going to, and likewise come after God's chosen people in that same manner come in like a flood out of nowhere but the Lord going to lift up a standard against him he's going to give the men spiritual power the Lord will renew the strength of the elect
Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So those that wait upon the Lord, those are the elect. They will wait upon the Lord. That strong tower. And the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. So they're going to mount up with wings as eagles. What do eagles do? They fly. They have wings. So these men are going to be able to fly. They're going to have power. They're going to have that kind of power. They shall run and not be weary. They're going to be able to run and not get tired and they're going to be able to walk and not as they say and they shall walk and not faint they're going to be able to walk long distances and not get tired even in blazing heat they nothing is going to affect them the lord is going to renew their strength meaning that they're going to, they're going to get back something that they had before this is one of the main reasons why they're trying to target everybody's DNA, trying to alter people's DNA, trying to change something that's organic, trying to connect their minds and read their minds. They have technology that can read minds. They also have technology that could try to erase the minds. They want us to forget the Lord's law, statutes, and commandments. They have a device called Edom. Why would they create something to try to erase somebody's mind like, uh, like uh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, what's, oh shit, what is that? MIB, Men in Black, remember? In, uh, in that movie, Men in Black, where those people, they saw like a UFO or something. And then the uh, the agents, they came in and they took that little, it looked like a wand. And it had a flashing light and it erased their memory. They actually have uh, devices, you know, or I'll say technology that can erase the memory. It's called Edom. So right here. Edom is electronic dissolution of memory. That's what it's called. Edom. And who's who created this technology? The tribe of Edom, Edomites. So even their technology, their weapons of warfare, because Edom is a is a sword. It is a weapon. Even on this website, it shows a tank, which is one of Esau's weapons. Edom, electronic dissolution of memory. Let's see. Let me just get the uh, 
definition. Let me go to another website. Bear with me. I'm looking for one that really go into it. So here it goes. Um, let me see how much time I got. Only got a couple minutes. It says Edom or R-H-I-C Edom, which is radio hypnotic intercerebral control electronic dissolution of 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 uh, memory it says Edom was developed in 1963 and RHIC Edom is still in use today it is probably the earliest usable mind control technology produced by the CIA project MK Ultra approximately 20 years from 1953 to 1973 CIA mind control research project which more than a hundred sub projects so it says, um, hold on, it's basically uh, radio waves that they can use to, you know, erase someone's memory. I have to do a little bit more in-depth um, research on that, you know. But it is basically they can send radio frequencies, microwaves to to erase your memory. So this devil, he he wants us to forget the, the gospel, the good news, and will try to implant fake or false memories and do all kind of things. But the scriptures tell us what? No weapon. No weapon. So that's in the book of uh, Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17. No weapon formed against thee or against you shall prosper. And every tongue which riseth against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is your heritage of the servants of the Lord. So no weapon that's formed against you, although they'll use them, it won't prosper. And all the people that speaking bad about you, you shall condemn them. That's the heritage of the saints of the Most High. So always remember that there is hope. These things that we're going through, these are birth pains. But through the spirit and power of Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai, the Lord will defend his people. He cannot lie. It will take place. He will deliver the elect and the remnant. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. Shalom.